Relationship Reflections Podcast. I'm Lexi Rosado. Today I have two awesome guests. I'm so glad you're here. It's Janet and Austin. Hi. Hello. <laughs> I have them here today because they are engaged. Yay. But what I love about them is that they're engaged and they're strong Christians, but kind mm. of unconventional and I'll let them get into the story so that you can hear why so common it's common that people end up like dating really quickly and then getting married really quickly but that is not your story so tell us a little bit about how you guys met um so we met what um four years ago at our old church so not where we are right now and we were just friends we both had actually just gotten out of other relationships and we were just like friends we it's funny because we didn't actually even find each other attractive. Like we weren't like, he doesn't even remember like meeting me for yeah, the I first time. I don't remember meeting her. We both have different like, memories of our yeah. first meeting each other. So we like did not have the intention of like dating when we first met and then just kind of became friends and a couple months into it, like we kind of realized that we were having feelings for each other. And then in May of 2018, yes, we started yeah. dating and then here we are. We got engaged in September of 2021. So it was three and a half years into dating. Three and a half years into dating, you got engaged. Okay, what is the first memory of meeting for you? And what's the first memory of meeting for you? Okay, so my first memory, we were at our friend's cabin in the summer. And I remember we were out on one of like the big things that are out like in the lake, you know, that you can stand on. We were all out there and I was like, who is this guy? And then what is yours? Uh, my first memory was actually I was still talking to the other person I was with and we were at some ice cream place <laughs> and she pulled up because they were both friends yeah they were both friends at the time so she pulled up and said hi and I guess that was like a month or so after mm -hmm. the cabin story and but yeah it was just it was funny because I don't have any recollection of the cabin or her well and we were at uh big boys that one time and we were like, I got waffles and you got hash browns. We sat next to each other and you don't remember yeah, that. She remembers that. I don't remember that at all. Not <laughs> it's a, just funny. I remember going to Big Boy. I don't remember her being there. Yeah, so right we weren't on me. each other's radar at all. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Sometimes people are like hidden in plain sight. Yeah. All right. Okay, so how you guys were friends. Mm -hmm. Walk me through that. And then when did you decide like, okay, I want to date you? Mm -hmm. So we were at the same church. So I think we kind of just knew baseline. We at least had the same values interests we have seen each other um i feel like the majority of our friendship was honestly just texting and calling it wasn't like hanging out or anything like that yeah. um and then i just realized i felt really comfortable with him we would like just text about really funny stuff i was just like vulnerable um and then i kind of like started having feelings but then and he she, like she caught him first 100 percent. i said who initiated 100%. the conversation oh wait no you initiate I wait the... i i want to tell the story oh. okay so um, he like had he was like posted something this is when Twitter was like a big thing and like subtweeting was like a big thing and he like subtweeted just something sad it was like deep and like again we didn't really know each other and I just messaged him on Twitter and I was like hey you good he's like actually can I like call you and he didn't even have my number and he calls me and we're just like he's just talking to me he like just went through something hard and so that's how we got each other's numbers but um yes yeah, so we were just texting after that and then became friends i definitely caught feelings first but i didn't like say it but he could definitely tell so then when i actually told him he's like yeah i've known okay austin tell us that story yeah it was so she's not very good at hiding things i'm it's still just not very, it's just so <laughs> it was like oh i'd say i didn't like throw myself at you no. but i'm also just like if i like like somebody i want to show my love to you you know i didn't love him at that point but like you were in you love know, with him. Yeah. I was going to say it was probably like a 
couple weeks difference between you liking me and then me liking you back, I want to say. But I, but when I told you that I liked you, you liked me oh, at yeah, that yeah, point. 100%, 100%, yeah. Yeah. So you had kind of already noticed, but then you didn't say it till later. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Awesome. So <laughs> you guys date how long? Three, three years? Three and a half. But like by the time we got engaged. So three and a half years. That's super uncommon in the Christian culture mm-hmm. to not be married and like. And we did long distance. Okay, let's talk about that. How did you navigate through dating for a long period of time and the pressures of kind of like, hey, get married, get married, purity. Mm -hmm. Um, How did you navigate through that? Do you want to say something first? I I always knew that. I I could never see myself like dating someone and getting married within a year. That just, that's not who I am. Like I'm a very introverted person, so I like take time to get to know people and like to trust them. So, like, that was, like, never on my radar. Just that whole standard of getting, like, and get... Like, there's nothing... Don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with, like, getting married within a year. Yeah, everyone has their own preference. Yeah, I just mm-hmm. knew that wasn't what I could ever do. It just take That's just, like, a lot of pressure, pressure and just a lot of time to get to know someone, like, at that level. Yeah. But, like, to spend the rest of... In, in my eyes, it's, like, you taking... X amount of time to get to know someone to spend the rest of your life with them. Mm-hmm. So like why rush that or why push that on a timeline? It's like when it feels right, it's right essentially. So I don't think there's really a right timeline yeah. per se, but yeah, it's just whatever really feels like for that person. And I was really young when we started dating. I was 18. Yeah. I just started going to college. Like I was figuring out a completely new area of my life. Like anybody that has gone from high school to college knows like you become a different person, at least in my opinion. Yeah. Like. So he has been with me through that huge transformation period and we've like still made it like through that, which I think is like a huge thing because we've learned how to like change and grow with each other, which is like a really big thing, not expecting somebody to stay like where they are. Um, so I think him being gracious with me changing yeah. um, really like helped with that. But there were also like breaks in between. Um, like there we, were. Yeah, okay. we took, one was like kind of not our choice, which is a different story. <laughs> Um, and then the other one was like our choice. It was like for, it was actually really crazy because it was in 2020, well, 2019 to 2020. And it was only for like three months. We, we like knew we wanted to get back together, but we were just like, we need some time to like figure things out. That's uncommon too. Um, and then we got together, we like talked about it, got back together. And then the week later, everything happened with COVID and stuff broke out. So we were like, oh my gosh, the Lord is like working. Like he did something, you know, like, cause if I don't, I don't, I honestly, it was a week after that. Um, and I just like have thought to myself, I'm like, I don't know if we would have gotten back together if like we would have been broken up over COVID because then we wouldn't have been able to see each other. Or anything like that like I mean if it was meant to be it was like we would have made it happen you know but yeah. I think it's just interesting to think about so the Lord's time he was just really cool in that but um, going back to long distance um, figuring out communication was a really really big thing mm-hmm. and I think we still like, like it was more ahead. so the long distance thing was more so a challenge for you just because you were coming right out of high school mm-hmm. so like you only knew you had done long distance yeah, before i, I, I had done long distance before so like i like somewhat knew i mean obviously every relationship's different mm-hmm. but i knew somewhat what to expect and it's like you can't obviously see the person every day or x amount of days a week like you're mm-hmm. used to or talk to them 24 7. Yeah, it was so harder it was, for me. Yeah, it was definitely harder for you, her because she's coming right out of high school, like used to seeing people every single day. 
So that was definitely an adjustment. I mean, I, it works. Like, I feel like we did a reasonably decent job at it. Yeah. In general. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously we're, we're Obviously here. you were yeah. hearing me. <laughs> I was going to say, we, we made it work. <laughs> What advice would you give to people that are dating now? I feel like right now there is a culture of kind of instant gratification and if you don't get what you want. And so mm -hmm. even in the long distance, that's adapting. That's finding ways to navigate through things. I love what you said, Janet, earlier that you guys got an opportunity to grow together. Because mm -hmm. you become different people the longer you're with somebody. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. So what advice, I guess, would you give to people as they're dating um, on how to navigate kind of through life? Are we just talking dating or dating long distance? Ooh, anything you want. Okay. That's a good clarifier. <laughs> How long were you guys long distance for? Uh, you didn't move out, moved out here. here until June of 2021. So three years. The majority of our relationship. But over the summer distance. when I would come home, because we, we came from the same hometown. So over the summer I would come home from college. So we'd be together for like three months, not long distance. And then COVID happened. I came home. Our families were the only bubbles we were a part of, so it wasn't like long distance, long distance for three straight years. There, you know, there were gaps. The majority of it's been long distance up to yeah. this point, though. I'd say, I'd say, yeah. now I'd say it's fifty-fifty, but for a long period of time, it was like the majority of it was long distance. Mm -hmm. Do you think that helped you, like, get to know each other from mm -hmm. a heart position? I think it. I think it helped and we, hindered us. When we were together, we had to be really intentional with our time, obviously, because it was like really limited. Yeah. Um, so from that aspect, yeah. But then again, and on that same point, it's like we're not together for like in the same like location for a while. So it was like when we were, it was kind of like a not a culture shock, but it was just like mm -hmm. it was. It would always be like the first little bit. It would always be rough just because we hadn't wouldn't have seen each other for like honest. Mm -hmm. If we're being honest, a, yeah, a few weeks. So the it's first like, day we would spend together, we were like awkward. It was not awkward, but we were just like. We we're both just kind of sassy with each other. Like it was just like we had to adjust. It was just because he would come into my world or he, I would go into his world. Um, and we're just used to being there on our own. Yeah. Like physically on our own. And just like being in the same city together now, going to the same church, serving at the same. It's just completely different. Um, like so, when he moved out here, it was a totally different. Tra Sorry, this is not answering your this question. This is good. No, this is good. I'm listening. Um, uh, so when he moved out here, it took us about a month. So like the first month was a little rocky to like just figure out, okay, we wow. have to like make time throughout the week for each other now. Whereas like when we were long distance, it was just like, okay, like I'm setting this weekend aside for you. So me, I'm a super big planner, time management. Like when my schedule gets messed up, I get a little stressed. Um, so when he moved out here and was like, hey, let's hang out like today, like randomly, I was like, I can't, I can't do that. That's not a part of my like schedule. Really? So I had to like, not like that. No, no. I'm like the most go with the flow chill. Yeah, it's hilarious because we're like exactly we're opposites complete in opposites that, in everything. In that aspect, it's like she's super rigid. She's got a plan for literally everything. I'm just like, I have like five planners. I'm like, eh, if you want to do this today, yeah. If no, okay. I'm just yeah. Just so it was an adjustment. Flow, yeah, but. That's really common. I'm noticing that a lot of our opposites, they say opposites attract, but literally a lot of the people I've interviewed that have had successful relationships, mm -hmm. they're learning how to merge their lives in these different dynamics. Um, yeah, and it sounds like you guys have kind of navigated through obstacles of just life together. Okay, what advice would you give to somebody navigating Sorry. through obstacles of life together? It's a process. It's always mm -hmm. gonna be a process. Like there's no end, like navigating life there's no like end 
goal. I mean, there's an end goal, but there's no end point. It's like you're always going to, there's no point where in a relationship or yeah, I'd say even a marriage where it's like, okay, we're done growing. Mm, that's there's, good. It's, you're always going to grow. So I don't, I don't think that marriage should be looked at as like a end point for yeah. like a relationship or growing. That's good. It's like why, because then you're just setting yourself up for failure. It's like you get married. Yeah, marriage okay, is the beginning. That, yeah, it's like then what? It's like, no, it's just a process. It's another step in the in the process. It's like you're just going to keep growing yeah. so together. Good. So wise over here. <laughs> no, it's, just, it's, it's just like, I just don't like put an end goal on it. Just mm -hmm. don't put an end goal on like a process of growing. It's like you're going to continuously yeah. grow. Like marriage shouldn't be like your dream or your end goal. That's real. It was actually fun. This is a side point. I will get back to my advice, but <laughs> I'm the one going off on tangents. It's usually to you. Um, Literally, I think it was the week before he proposed, I put out an Instagram <laughs> post of us, and because we had just gone to three weddings, three four before. weddings, that the whole summer, and Whoa. everybody was like, when are you getting married, blah, 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 and I was like, guys, like, just stop, like, I don't, I don't know, like, don't ask me, I'm not the person that knows this, and so I put out an Instagram post, I was like, we are not in a rush to get married, like, we love each other, we're like, whatever, blah, 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 week later, he proposes, and then my next post is us getting engaged, I was like, it was three days, three days before, three days, okay, and you but, had no idea, no, I had no idea, and it's just like a testimony <laughs> to the fact I had no idea what was happening, so, um, and a testimony yeah. to the fact that you were content, you were yeah. happy, you were um, at a place of just being grateful for what you had. Yeah, you weren't rushing to the so. next deadline. I actually, this is a good transition, but I want to give let, give you space if you want to give your advice. Yeah, um, I was just gonna say, like, for going through obstacles of life together and like growing together, like first, like always expect the best, like out of the person and not the worst. Like we've been through like a lot of hard things. Like you've had a lot, like you had a lot of family members pass away from COVID um, in the span of just a few weeks. Wow. So like Sorry. learning how to, you know, help him grieve like in that and like, okay, I can't expect him to be perfect. Like through that situation, just, just expecting the best out of him, supporting him, like in that him just supporting me all through college. Like I would go through seasons where things were really 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 hard and like I was super stressed and he still loved me well through that so just learning like how to care for that person and like be flexible with them as like they change and I've noticed that throughout our entire relationship I think it's cool how the Lord works and like how whenever I'm weak he's in a stronger position whenever he's yeah. weaker I'm in like a stronger position to like help each other out of that so not to get discouraged to be like oh he's in a low spot like he's not the one or like, I'm, I need to give up on him, but it's like, no, like I'm gonna help you. Yeah, I was you gonna, know? can I touch on that point? Yeah. yeah. It's like, I, I feel like a lot of the time, marriages or relationship are looked at as 50-50. I don't think, I mean, yeah, in a perfect world, they should be. I don't think realistically they're ever 50-50. It's always one person's gonna be higher and one aspect than the other. And I feel like that's normal. It's like, that's what you're there for. You're there for to encourage your other person to bring yeah. them up, to lift them up. It's like. That's the whole point of a relationship. It's mm -hmm. like, if it's 50-50, what are you learning from the other person? Like, how are you growing from each other? It's like, if say one's 60-40 or 70-30, like, okay, if it's 95-5, there, there's an there's issue problem. There. Yeah, there, <laughs> there's something wrong the there. No. Exactly. <laughs> but like 60-40, 70-30, that I feel like is typically normal. And that, I feel like that's how it should be. It's like one yeah. person always gonna be, um, stronger in mm -hmm. certain aspects of life than the other one. Yeah, and ladies, like, I know in the Christian, 
culture you're told like the man needs to oh you're on my hair the man needs to like lead like they need to be you know ahead of you like they need to be the one pulling you whatever like I disagree like I think that they should like whatever follow biblical standards of yes the man is the head of the household he's leading you and like certain areas of life but there are going to be areas when he struggles he's not perfect mm. you know like there are going to be times when you need to be spiritually stronger than him and help him out of things and I just think that was something I struggled with for a while in the Christian culture of like oh he's like spiritually weaker than me right now he must not be the one or like it was never that extent but yeah. I'm being a little dramatic um for the sake of like telling the story but just like yeah, just make sure you're both, when you're dating at least, focusing just, like, on your spiritual health, mm-hmm. like, and not so much worrying about, like, his, like, he's he's doing his thing, we're not married, I don't need to, like, micromanage, like, your relationship with the Lord, like, I just need to trust where you're at, be good in my relationship, and then if I'm well enough in my relationship with Jesus, then I'll be able to help him in a hard situation, you know, I don't know if that that's makes sense. That's so good. So. I think that's so wise, I... I, I'm like, and this is funny. My brain is like, okay, disclaimers. Like, we're strong Christians. We love the Lord. Yeah. We want to yeah. follow what God, what we believe God yes. says is best for relationships. But there is culture things, so Christian culture, that yeah. may have some unhealth to it. Yeah. Yes. Or there's an ability to adapt or change. Um, so that's kind of like what we're poking on. But yes. Everybody has their own preference or stuff, yes. you know. But I, like, I just want to clarify that. Yeah. So, like, we're not saying, like, hey... Don't follow it biblically. Yes. No, I'm not like, saying. No, that's okay. I'm like, hey, like, Way to go. like, hey, we want to <laughs> like, hey, follow the way God says things, but there's some culture things that have been created that mm-hmm. aren't. That, that's not the only way. Yeah. Like, like getting married in three months or knowing someone is the one. Like, yeah. I love that you're saying that. That hey, like women are also called your helpmates to each mm-hmm. other. I think that's a really good thing to remember. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just speaking from the point of, like, thinking everybody in here is already, like, a strong Christian. So I'm like, you know the baseline, but not everybody does. Well, and even in the way you, I love it, even in the way you talk. And that's the thing, I think people are going to listen from all different views, and this is good. So if you're not a Christian, you're listening to it, I'm grateful that you're listening. Okay, transitioning into engagement, tell us a little bit about that story. How did Austin propose? Can I go first? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so it's funny because the day I had no idea, like I said, that this was happening. And the day he was proposing, I had an appointment. After the appointment, they told me to take Benadryl so I wouldn't have allergic reaction. And so I go home, take Benadryl. Never took, like, haven't taken it in years. And I'm like, mm, I'll take two just to be safe. It's and the middle of the day, too. Middle of the day. Like, the it's day. 11 o'clock, <laughs> 12 o'clock, probably. And I'm on the phone, like, with my boss, and I'm literally, like, like passing out while I'm talking to him, like, because I'm so tired. So then I, like, go to sleep. I took, I think, like, almost a three-hour nap. I just kept falling in and out of sleep. And Austin and I had had planned to have, like, a date night that night. So I wake up. It's, like, 4 o'clock. We're getting, meet, we're getting dinner at, like, 6 or something like that. And I'm like, oh, I'm still so groggy, whatever. So I was just really out of it. I was running late. I was like gonna self tan, didn't get to do that. I was gonna do my hair, didn't have time for that. It was like crazy. <laughs> my nails weren't done, like literally nothing. Like date night. <laughs> I was like running late. The traffic was awful. I was so stressed. And then I show up, and Austin's just like, I'll chill. Like, no, there was no like sign that he was gonna propose to me. He was just his normal self, like calming me down. He's like, You look so beautiful, even though I like was <laughs> like, <laughs> it was a little rough. Good job. Um, but yeah, then you can pick up from. 
You can tell about what you did beforehand too and how it helped you that I was so tired all day. Yeah, so that whole day was, the, the plan for the engagement was there was a park, I forgot the name of the park. Uh, Francis Park. Francis Park. Um, so the plan was I'd tell her we have a dinner reservation, which we did, but it was like an hour and a half later um, than, she thought, than she thought it was. Um, that, so the plan was go to the dinner, but we actually ended up going to the park, walk up there, there's going to be a, there was a bouquet of flowers on like a bench and it was like on a little, what do you, because I don't even know. It was know like a ledge, it. like out looking like the Grand River. Oh, And like okay. it was like up these like two big like flights of stairs and then the ledge is like at the top. If you can like picture that kind okay. of thing. Yeah, so any, anyways, yeah, no, you're good. Um, So the whole point was to like get her there. And, but I had to go there beforehand to like, so, so my parents came um, early that day to help set up and like help plan things and stuff. And so I had to figure out, I had to go there earlier in the day. I was running all around earlier in the day. So it helped that she was passed out because she <laughs> had no clue where I was. Cause we have both, we both have each other's locations on just because. And um, yeah, so I so was- So if you I weren't was, like answering me for like an hour, I probably would've been like a little sus and been like, what are you doing? I was like, so, you know? that whole process, especially getting the ring was so um. sketchy. Cause I was always afraid she'd look and she'd know where I was and it was ruined. So oh, because of your location, yeah. and then you don't want to turn it off because that's also that's even more sus. Yes, yeah, so, and I got the ring on the other side of the state, so I, I had, had no idea driving back and forth. So it was like I was like just hoping she wouldn't look at the location. She never did. She was clueless. Yeah, it, it helped you so hardcore that I literally thought you weren't proposing for another year. Yeah, the the timeline the timeline change helped a lot. Yeah, but yeah, so so I I I got the ring. Well, I ordered the ring six months before. I actually proposed, so I had it. I didn't trust myself with it personally, so I left it at the store for like three and a half months. <laughs> um, I had it in my possession for about a month or so. Um, but yeah, so the, the whole- It's a beautiful so, ring. Yes. <laughs> I, think I, I think I did a decent job. Did you have any say in like the type of ring or? Oh yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah so we, we, we went to the store and like looked together and okay. things like that, but he knows me, he knew. He knew what like I liked. He knew the color, the shape, the things, that, and it's even more gorgeous than I like would have imagined it to be. So. I, I had the ring picked out before we went. Us <gasps> us going was already like it was just for <laughs> us going was for her because she always wanted to go just look at the rings. Wow. Well, I, what would you have done though if I like tried it on? I was like, mm, that's ugly. Ah, that would have been a bit <laughs> iffy. Because I, I never tried it on. I was just like, I think I like that like pear shape. And I was like, I need to try it on to make sure. Anyways, this is totally not on topic. We need to talk about That's you. Okay. Proposing. Okay, bringing it back. Proposal. It's yeah. a part of the story. It's a part. This is good. Do you want me to explain from my view now that they know how you set up? Yeah. Sure. Or do you want to explain? I okay. I'll just go through it and then you can do. But so essentially, we got to the park. Um, I was the whole drive there. I was freaking out because the ring box was pretty big. The 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 box that the ring was in was like it's like a rectangle one it's like this big oh. it's yes. a hefty boy so i was like how am i gonna get this out of my car how am i gonna hide it from her and that whole time i was like you were hey. you were so chill though oh wait there's another funny thing <laughs> you were stressing <laughs> i was yeah that was, and on the way there again had no clue and i was like austin we need to talk about something oh. and he, he was like what and i was like we need to like start talking about like um, engagement period and when we're going to marry because like my I need to figure out if I'm going to re-sign for my lease because they just like asked me but like it wasn't like because this I thought on the way there on the, really, we were, were like five minutes park. away from the park <laughs> it was just really funny she brought up I was like Austin, what the heck what are you going to do how were you were you playing cool 
I, yeah, in that moment, I was like, what are you going to say? <laughs> I was like, no, not now. But it was... Because at this point, it was you asked funny. your parents? Yeah. Yeah. So you had a conversation with parents, and then your parents are there yeah. to help. Okay. Yeah, everything was like set. Everything was set. <laughs> and then she's like, we need to talk about a game. I was like, oh, like... no. What now? It was just really funny. It, yeah, it wasn't like anything. It wasn't like, bad. It was just no, funny. It was, yeah. Um, so we got to the park. She was still kind of clueless, because I was like, we have a little bit of time. I was like, I lied about the um, time for the dinner. We still have a little bit. She was still clueless at that point. She had no idea what was going on. I was still scattered brain from the day. I was so groggy. Yeah, so we got to the park. We just kind of walked around for a little bit. Then we walked up it was to so the beautiful. spot where it was. And there's uh, roses, a whole bunch of roses on a bench. And there's a note in it. I'm getting emotional. And she's still, like, we got there and she was still like, oh, it's for me. I, I literally like, asked him that. I was like, are those for me? I was like, I don't know. Look. And there's a, there's a note in it. And so she was reading the note. She was, like, looking off. Like, okay, but by this point, I knew yeah. what was happening, and I was, like, shaking. I couldn't... It took me five minutes to read a tiny note, because, like, I was just like, oh, my gosh. Wait, so when did you know? When you started opening the letter? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, I knew, because I was about to read it out loud to him. Oh, yeah, yeah, Because I just thought this was, like, a cutesy <laughs> thing or whatever, and he's like, you need to turn around and read it, and I was like, oh. <laughs> like, I do. Um, so then I was like... you were going to have people behind her? Because yeah. I was just, like, looking out in the water, and I was like literally like shaking and then I like turned around and he like did the thing got down and he asked me <laughs> and I like I remember I turned around because like um so I like turned around and then he proposed and I was I like did one oh I can't stand up I like did one of the things I was like oh my gosh like turn around he's like get back over here she, like, started <laughs> like, running away I didn't <laughs> run away I just turned around because I was like oh my gosh anyways um so yeah and then he proposed and then we... what'd you say Austin What'd you say? I don't, I don't remember. remember. I don't remember. I, was, <laughs> I literally. Most, that's so common. I just wanted to know people talk about their proposal. They're like, I don't even know what I said. <laughs> like, I didn't even fully read the note. I read it later that day because I was just like, I like totally missed it. I don't remember what he said when he proposed because my adrenaline was so high. I was like shaking like this much. Not because I was scared, but just yeah, like. Trying to put the it's, thing out of her she was it's like, like a one in a lifetime like out. moment. It's just, it's crazy. Yeah. And then I'm like his parents came out, my sister came out and then Aww. that was really sweet. Yeah, it was good. I yeah. think it went really good. Yeah, and then we went out to eat afterward. It was sweet. And the people like around us at the park were like clapping and stuff like that. It was fun. Yay! Yeah, it was cute. Okay, so you guys get engaged. Yeah. Yay, good job. And then, when what? When were the next conversations about, okay, when are we going to get married? And how long you guys decided for your engagement? What were those conversations like? Did we say it? Yeah, you can go ahead. Okay. Um, so, funny thing, we actually got almost all of our huge vendors out of the way within the first month. I got my dress picked out. We got our date figured out. We had our venue we had our catering we had our dj we had our photographer wow all the things within the first two months yeah month to two months um so we got it like all knocked out of the way while i was in my last semester <clears throat> of school um you're in school like we, it just like all really worked out we knew that like there was going to be a wedding boom in 2022 because of covid back up so i was like if we want the kind of venue and everything else that we want we have to do it like now otherwise we're not going to get the things we want right um so yeah, it happened really quickly, like the big stuff. But since then, it's like slowly like died down, and we've just done things here and there. But do you want to add anything? It's been fun. Like I've enjoyed it, the whole process of planning and stuff. Like I like enjoyed that aspect of it because I know a lot of the time the guys are just like, oh, whatever the girl wants for the wedding. It's like not with him. I was like, so it's wait, my he's very so wait, opinionated. How many has it been engaged? Scott engaged in September, so now it's March. Six. 
So you've been engaged for six months. Yes, and when six is the more wedding? Months. Six September. Months. So you guys, when you got engaged, you were like, we're going to do this for a year. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was like. That was a no-brainer. It was a year or more. Yeah. Why? Time. Just because it, for me personally, I just didn't want to rush the wedding because it is a big day and it's like, mm -hmm. I want it to be how we like it. I don't want to rush the engagement process because that's a whole learning process on itself. Yeah. It's totally yeah. different than dating and it's yeah. different than marriage. Yeah, it's fun. It's like you want to enjoy it. It's, I don't think engagement should just be something you rush through. This be I don't think it should be a waiting period. It's still like you're still growing. There's no pause mm -hmm. between growing between like dating and then marriage. It's like engagement. You're still growing with each other. Yeah. Um, a lot of the time, uh, very quickly. But uh, yeah, it's the I guess the long term engagement. I want to say I guess especially nowadays, long years longer. Um, we just wanted to enjoy it. We just didn't, we wanted to take our time. Like mm -hmm. if say something fell through, like the venue or whatever, like we wanted to have time to be able to fix it and not be scrambling to mm -hmm. fix anything. And again, we just weren't in a rush. Like we we're in we were both so we're not graduating until May, mm -hmm. so we wanted time, you know, to plan after like we we're like graduated, you know. So we'll still have three or four months. Because that's like when a lot of the chaos happens. It's like the first yeah. like two months before the wedding, so we wanted like that to not be when we were in school. A lot of people rush this process, and you guys seem to be enjoying seasons and processes. Why? Mm -hmm. Yeah. How? What do you think has shaped your mindset to have that different perspective? For me personally, that's just like. I don't know if something specifically shaped it because that's just like really how I've, I'm like I like I said before I'm like the go with the flow chill type of person it's like I don't like rushing into things right away I don't like jumping ahead of things it's like I like taking things slower just chilling and relaxing I think like and I for me personally it goes back to the point like why are you if you're rushing engagement I guess for the right reasons it's like say like like we have a we have friends who like it's like um the girl was like Canadian and she was like to get the relationship just for the status of being able to live here and stuff like that. It's like that, okay, that makes sense for why you're rushing an engagement to get married. But if you're rushing it just to be married, just to say so, just like, let's be honest for like the sexual pleasure of that. Cause that's like why I feel like a lot of Christian, Christian couples rush it. It's like, mm -hmm. oh, for the big moment. It's like, then you're doing it for the wrong reason. Like, yes, that's good. But yeah. if that's the whole reason you're pushing to get married, you're a bit off there. Yeah. Because like that, that shouldn't be like the whole sole reason why you're rushing to get married. Yeah. I think going off that point that it's it like it like that's like what a lot of people were telling us when we first got engaged was like when we told them we were going to get be engaged for a year. They're like, oh, my gosh, that's crazy. Like six months should be the max that you're engaged. Like it's going to be so hard. You're going to be so tempted. Like all of like all of the inputs of those kind of things. And it, I just think personally, like if you are. Christian you're waiting till marriage to have sex like for the people that are getting married like instead of forced like trying to coerce them or force them into like getting married sooner just support them like mm -hmm. in that period of life support them so they don't fall into lust and um, impurity and all of those things rather than like pushing them to do it the way you think is best you know so uh, I mean we've made it three and a half, almost four years without it. Like, it was just yeah. like one more year isn't like that big of a deal if we're gonna spend the rest of our lives together. You know, so when wow. you just look at it in the grand scheme of things, it's like, I, I don't know, it just Six doesn't- Six extra months is not gonna kill you. Yeah, if it's gonna allow us to 
continue growing, if it's going to allow us to have a less stressful environment, why would we not just wait another six months? Like it's not that long. Like, you know, that's I don't know. so cool. I think there's going to be people that listen to this and watch it and are like, how, how are you, how, how are you, um, how have you been able to remain pure? I think again, during mm -hmm. this time frame, and I love this perspective, but yeah, what advice would you give to people about purity? And then what advice or changes have you noticed in engagement? So two separate questions, but we'll start with the first one. Um, so I'll just like disclaimer it, like we're not perfect. Like we have messed up, like we like had to learn in the beginning. And I remember hearing this really sweet quote from like a friend and it was, she like shared it on Instagram and I saw it and it was, the closer you get to Jesus, the more convicted you feel about sin. Mm. And I think just as you grow closer to the Lord and you get to know his heart better, like the more like you feel convicted about like the lustful things that you're doing or any kind of sin, pride, whatever like it is. So I think that just over time as we both grew closer with the Lord, it was just like the things we were doing was just kind of like, why, like, why are, why are we doing those things or like, to preface that we haven't we haven't we like, have not actually yeah. like we honestly haven't done any like thing that bad but yeah. it was just like just to preface that yeah you're going about it but that's yeah. sorry. the way it's said it's true yeah I hear sorry yeah. sorry um so yeah i just want to start with, like we are not perfect but when um you have the mindset of like purity is just it's not like it's not like you have to do it, but it's like you want to do it. You want to do it because you want to be pure with Jesus and you want your relationship to succeed. It's not just, I'm not going to have sex. Like, that's not what purity is. Purity is a heart posture. Purity is a lifestyle. Like, it's not, Preach. it's not just like sexual acts and things like that. Like, purity is even like in your mindsets. Like, what are you watching? What do you, what music are you listening to? What are you thinking about? What are you dreaming about? Like, all those things, um, I think go into it. And so we've been learning that three and a half years dating. And then once we got into engagement, I think it made it even more real. And we're like, we want to be even more pure and more careful, you know, just putting kind of up, like when you're bowling, putting up like the guardrails almost be like, okay, now we have, we have an angle now. Like we know when we're ending, like, let's be even more like careful boundaries, adamant about things because like, we're not gonna, like, we're not gonna mess up, you know? So I don't yeah, know if you want to add anything. Shifting the mindset of purity, instead of it being boundaries, shifting it to be like looking at it as like an opportunity mm. just helps. Just because it's like you look at purity as like boundaries, like, oh, can't do this, can't do this, can't do that. It's like it's all negatives, essentially. Mm. You look at it, just look at it as an opportunity. I can't do this because it allows me to do X and Y. Oh, allows me to so get closer good. to the person in any other aspects. Like just shifting the mindset and focus on it, I feel like is really helpful. Yeah. Because I've, like pure like purity's good yes but i feel like it definitely just the boundaries of it gets like a negative um connotation just because like oh can't do this can't do that can't do this x whatever you know what i mean and just shifting the mindset of it i think is just yeah. it's not i can't do this it's oh i can't do this because i get the opportunity to do whatever else yeah like oh i can't do like this like thing with my partner okay we get to play a board game or we get to like talk about something we get to do something like intimacy is not just sexual sexual it's like about so much more than that so um so i think what you said is a really good point austin and just um yeah that's yeah. so good so good okay and what's the difference between dating and engagement what differences have you noticed um i think the biggest thing for me with engagement has been 
like starting to think about the mindset of like we mm -hmm. like especially financially so like Ooh. whenever i make like a bigger financial decision i'm like hey what do you think about this like we're not one yet so it's not like he, he has like say all but it's like hey this is gonna affect us you know if i'm taking out this loan or if i'm paying like for something this expensive so this is going to affect possibly like our future marriage. What are your thoughts on this? Like bringing him into those conversations and him bringing me into those. So things like that, just already starting to think about the we type of things. shifting the mindset from me to we. Mm -hmm. That's the Before you're change. married, because otherwise you're going to walk into marriage and then you're going to be thinking about you, you, you all the time. And then you're going to be like, oh crap, how do I? You have to flip the switch like that. You know, that. so it's nicer if you have like that engagement period to kind of start flowing into it. Obviously, it's very different. And, and you guys weren't like that in dating? Like, me, we, or... In certain aspects, yes. Mm. But, like, it, in spiritual aspects, we're definitely more so me. Just because we weren't one yet. So, like, intertwining. Mm -hmm. Like, God forbid, like, we were broke up or something. We wouldn't have those ties of, like, spiritually we. Mm -hmm. And, like, just focusing on we. Um... I mean, yeah, financially, like, if we made big choices, like, we, I, I'd always, ask, like, let her know. But it wasn't like if she said, hey, you can't buy that or you can't do this. It was never like, no, no, no. It was like, I don't think you should. Or, like, I'm a very spendy person, so I like spending money. I'm a very not spendy person. <laughs> but it, 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 it's more so, sh like she said, shifting it from me to we in just the mindset of it is like, hey, this is really going to affect us now because we're engaged. We are going to be one person. Like, mm -hmm. we're going to have one income source. Like, not income source, but we're going to have, like, one income. So it's going to affect both of us. Um, so, yeah, I'd yeah. say the biggest shift was just looking at it as a more so, like, uh, as, like, a weak Team. perspective. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Okay, engagement. How has that been more than anything else has been different from dating? Or things people should think of? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm just trying to think. Uh, you said this, you whispered this earlier, uh, just like enjoying the process yeah. of it. Like it is different and like you get to do like a lot of fun things. You get to go like look at venues together. You get to like try your catering together. You get to go meet with your florist. Like all these things, like enjoy it. Let it be fun. Like have a good time. Like it doesn't need to be stressful if you don't want it to be. Um, and that's just us going back to saying like don't rush. Like take it slow, like have a year long engagement if it's possible, if that's what you can do um, and like enjoy it. Otherwise you're just like rushing through all of it and then like you miss it. Same thing with like the wedding day. I've heard from so many women, like you just rush through everything and then you forget or like you miss all like the little details that you spent a year planning. So just like slowing down and like enjoying it, enjoying the process mm -hmm. I think is really important. And, like there's a timeline now, like there's an end goal. So that's different than when dating, you don't really no. You talk about it. You know, you talk about the timeline. We talked about the timeline. It was not the timeline I thought, you know, like, <laughs> so, you know, you never know. Um, so, yeah, I think that's also a shift is the timeline. Closing this out, what advice would you give a last piece of nugget of information for anyone watching or listening? Um, I touched on it a little, like, very briefly in the beginning about values and just like how I said like we went to the same church we like knew each other had like the same values pretty much but that we still are like very different from each other so just kind of touching on that when you're like looking for somebody whether it's just dating or dating for marriage or anything like that I think especially as Christians it's good to know that you have like the same value system like 
we both believe in Jesus. We believe in everything that the Bible says. We believe in the Holy Spirit. We, um, like, have the same kind of, like, political, like, beliefs. Not that that's that important, but, like, we, like, on the big things, we stand, like, in the same area. Like, we know where we stand with kids. We know where we stand with family. We know where we stand with marriage. Like, the, like, really big, important things. Like, yeah, maybe there's few things here and there that we don't agree on, but they're not, like, significant enough mm. that they, like, would hinder our relationship. Like, we're still two very different people, and we're allowed to have different values and, like, viewpoints on things. Um, so when you're looking for somebody, I think my advice would just be, like, the, the big things are really important, but, like, the little mini details about something, not everything needs to be the same. Like, don't marry somebody that is, like, a replica of you. Like, you don't want to date, like, your clone. I mean, maybe you do, but I feel like I could never date myself. I don't know how he puts up with me. Like, I am a handful. <laughs> so I would not be able to handle another me. Um, yeah. For a long time, I thought I wanted to date another me. Really? Till I kind of did. And I was like, we're fighting. We're, <laughs> we're fighting for attention. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for me, it's mine's toward, directed towards people like looking for a relationship or looking for people. And if you can only see the good in the other person and only see positive things, they're probably not the right person for you to date. If you just look, because if you just look at them and you're starstruck, oh, they're so pretty, they're so handsome, they do this well, they do that well. I, There's no flaw I, in them. Yeah, it's like the first, if you can't pick out at least one thing wrong with someone, you're going to go into that relationship with the mindset that, oh, everything's going to be perfect, lovey-dovey, we're never going to fight. And then the first time you have a disagreement, your every, your expectations, everything are going to just crumble. Yeah. And you're going to be, oh, is this the right person? You're going to second guess yourself. And mm -hmm. just going into it, expecting to never fight is never healthy because mm -hmm. disagreements are healthy. Having disagreements yeah. are healthy. Having, I'd say even arguments are healthy. It's just the way you go about them. Mm -hmm. The way you have those disagreements, the way you have those arguments the way you have those conversations yeah. um, is what makes it healthy or not. Yeah, can I add on to that point yeah. too just a little bit? Also, if like you are like in the process of dating somebody and you think that like everything is perfect about them, they're probably not sharing all there's of them. Yeah, hiding. there's something yeah. that's an all, like another point I feel like off of that cuz if like you're not telling me anything like Negative. messy right. about your life, you know, like you're not telling me everything cuz we're all flawed people. So I think that's another point onto yours, but same advice. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad you guys are on this podcast. Yeah. You have so much wisdom. Thank you for sharing with us your story and journey. I hope that people feel inspired. And yeah, remember that as you're listening to this podcast that you get to choose the partner that you want to choose and that, but God also being at the center really leads to some really cool yeah. stories. Yeah. And thank you guys for being an example today. Yeah, thank oh, you for inviting us. Oh my gosh, we had so much fun. Yeah. It was, it was awesome. Fun. Definitely. Mm -hmm. We love you.